0: You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 91. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you have been listening for a long time, welcome back. We are happy to have you. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at howdoesshedoitpodcast If you want to connect with me on social, I am at tiff south. That's tiff with two f's, and you can connect with the show's account at how does underscore she do it. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections. And this week, I am recommending that everyone check out Kamala Harris's social media because she announced that she's running for the presidency in 2020. And that is awesome for no other reason than the fact that it's 2019 and a Black woman, a multi-ethnic woman, is running for president I don't care what your politics are. This is historical. This is powerful. I watched the ad and I got extremely excited, very proud, very hype. I don't know her, and but I'm so proud of her and I'm so excited for this moment in time and in history. So check out her ad. It will inspire you, I promise. And that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. <laughs> If you are feeling stuck in your career or unsure about what move you need to make next or if you feel like you're unfulfilled and you know that there's more you could be doing with your gifts and with your purpose that God has called you to, I encourage you to schedule a short call with me. In a 10-minute call, we can figure out where you are right now, where you want to be, and how we may be able to work together to move you forward. If you go to bit.ly slash 10TIFF, again, that's bit.ly slash the number 10TIFF, then you will be able to schedule a short call with me and we can figure out where you are right now, and make sure that you can build up your faith and your confidence to get you to the next step. I look forward to talking to you soon. If you've listened to the last few episodes, you will have heard me talk a lot about vision, understanding your values, reflecting on the past, and being able to think about what you want going forward. And I'm concluding this series with kind of almost where I started with talking about the importance of hearing and discerning God's voice. The next several episodes, as we go forward in 2019, like I mentioned in episode 90, we are going to be diving into personal and professional development. We're going to be talking about topics that that kind of touch on a variety of different things about who we are as women and how we show up as whole women at work and in our personal lives. And in order for us to be able to do that though, I wanted to make it very clear that it is very important that as we plan and desire and pray for anything that we want in our lives, we have to remember that we have to seek and put God first. Period. When I talked about the three steps that I've kind of outlined as an overarching process for the way that I will be approaching life and kind of the thing that will be underpinning everything that I do, it starts with seek God first. The second step is learning how he designed you. And the third step is be salt and light. So it's seeking him, seeking him in wisdom, getting personal with who you are, getting clear about how you are designed to show up, getting clear about what you need to do and improve in terms of your self-awareness, And then the last thing is really about showing up. And so we will be, those three themes will be weaving in and out of everything that we talk about going forward. But in this particular conversation, I wanted to take, I guess, another step back, if you will, to talk about the importance of discernment and sharpening your skills for discernment and hearing God's voice as you pursue anything that you want in 2019. When I thought about this topic, I decided I wanted to talk about it at this stage in the year because. This is a question that I get from a lot of the clients that I talk to. It's an underlying fear almost or concern that a lot of people have when it comes to them figuring out what they want, how they should move, if they hear something... Is it from God or is it the devil trying to distract them? That's a common refrain and something that I know I've thought. It's something that I've known. I've heard my friends ask. It's something that my clients have asked. And it is a common concern that, Christians have because we want to make sure that what we're hearing is from God and it's not from the devil and or it's not from our own desires right and I I shouldn't just say from the devil because another misconception that people have is that it's we have to blame or the devil is to blame for a lot of the situations that we find ourselves in and sometimes he is but a lot of times it's simply our own choice but that's a conversation for another day. So I wanted to talk briefly about the power and the need to sharpen your discernment and how do you go about doing so? And not so much just discernment, but seeking wisdom. And what I have learned and what scripture tells us is that the more we seek after God and seek after him in the sense of desiring and actively getting close to him, the better we'll be able to hear his voice. Jesus talks about A shepherd who knows his sheep, and a sheep who knows the voice of its shepherd. The only way a sheep knows the voice of its shepherd is because of familiarity. It's because the sheep has heard the shepherd's voice enough times to be able to tell if one shepherd is calling it and its own shepherd is calling. It knows it's not going to frolic off and go with the foreign the foreign shepherd because it knows the voice of its own. And we are to follow. The only way we are to follow and be able to follow clearly and confidently The voice of our shepherd is by spending enough time in his word such that we know what his voice sounds like when we hear a word. The reason why this principle and this practice is so important is we have to make sure that we are careful to discern and figure out who and what we are being guided by. And I have been guilty of this in my past and very near present. When I decide that I want something, my first thing is to just go out and do it. My first, I'm like, oh, I want to do this thing. So I'm going to start on this path. I want to pursue this opportunity. And so I'm going to start on this path. And If we have not taken a step back to decide and not to decide really, but to pray and seek wisdom, seek understanding, seek guidance, confirmation from our father in heaven, then it will be hard for us to know if what we're doing is the right thing. 50 steps into the process because we've already gone so far ahead of ourselves that we're not sure which way is up. And I know I have done so many things in my life in that way where I make a snap decision or I go out and do some thing. And now I'm two years into a relationship I shouldn't have been in because even after I didn't talk to God about it, he tapped me on my shoulder afterwards and I still chose to continue along my path, right? So again, another conversation for another day. But how many times have we started after something only into it when it got hard or only into it when we all of a sudden didn't feel quite right about it, did we then stop and say, Lord, is this the path for me? And what I'm encouraging you to do as you think about your professional goals, as you think about who you want to show up as, as you think about your personal development, you start with God first. But the way that you are able to clearly hear from him is to spend more time in his word. We, in the first five app, I say we, because this is the the foundation of one of my group texts that I'm in, and it's the source of the devotion that I do every morning in the first five app are studying the book of Proverbs right now. And Proverbs is the book of wisdom for all intents and purposes, right? There's a lot of conversation about wisdom. And so when I was thinking about this episode, it was perfectly timed with the beginning of this study because wisdom is not from us, right? There are so many verses and we've only gone through, I've read Proverbs before, most of them I should say, on my own. But in the study, we are now on chapter four. And in just these first four chapters, the amount of information and encouragement around seeking God's wisdom and the blessings that come from those who obey him and seek his wisdom is profound. It's super powerful. So I wanted to share some things that I... I have learned from reading the scripture, these are not points of wisdom from myself or any other place, but these are things that speak to ways that we can seek God's wisdom, that speak to ways that we can learn to discern God's wisdom, and then therefore know how to move and operate when it comes to certain things and decisions that we're trying to make for our lives. I talked about in last week's episode how you have to make sure that you Leveraging your past pain for your future success. In episode 89, I talked about balancing intention with surrender. And the reason why I started with those topics and they lead into this one, because we have to work through our stuff. We have to learn to often, I should say, not often, but also to let go of control in the sense that we have to let God lead. It doesn't mean that we don't have to take action, but we have to let God lead. And one way to do that is to seek his wisdom, is to fine tune your discernment, is to bathe yourself in his wisdom such that when it comes to you hearing something, you will know If it's from him or if it's from your own, if your own desires or if it's from him or if it's the devil trying to tempt you. Because one thing that we know, if you know God, if you know Christ, there's no confusion in God's order. He is not a God of confusion. He is not a God of chaos. He is a God of clarity and order. He is not a God of, I ask right now, and God gives it to me because he's a genie in a bottle, but he's a God of, I ask, and he hears my prayer. But my prayer, your prayer, needs to be that your prayers are aligned with his will. The only way you do that, or the only way you can know that, is if you get aligned with his wisdom that helps you discern if the moves that you want to make are aligned with his will. And it won't always be a, yes, This is, oh, I can hear it as clear as day. Sometimes it's that inclination. It's that feeling that you get. That thing that we call intuition, I believe, are nudging from the Holy Spirit when you have the Holy Spirit residing within you. It's when you know, you know, kind of thing. And sometimes you can't articulate why. Sometimes it wasn't an audible voice. It wasn't a sign in the sense that it was rain came down from heaven on the day you asked God for the sign or for the question or the answer to the question. But sometimes it's a it's a feeling that we get. But when you spend enough time in his word and you spend enough time being intentional about getting to know him, then it will be easier for you to say and to trust that. Cause that's the other thing is sometimes we know, but we don't trust our own discernment and our own understanding to believe that God would have given us that inclination. And that's what causes us to doubt, not him, Not something that God did or didn't do, but it's our, it's us doubting ourselves. And so, but when you trust in him more, when you put your faith in him more deeply rooted, then it becomes easier to say, I know that wasn't for me because I'm not even smart enough to think or come to that conclusion just on my own out of the blue that had to have been a nudging from God. And he will not nudge you into danger. He might nudge you out of your comfort zone and therefore into discomfort, but not for the sake of harm or negativity. It might just be that you have been where you are for too long and it's time for you to move and where he moves you to may make you uncomfortable. For example, God led the Israelites out of Egypt and then he led them into the wilderness and the wilderness had gotten so uncomfortable for them that the comforts of the quote unquote comforts of slavery was more desirable than their wandering in the wilderness and that sounds counterintuitive right it's like why would you want to go back to slavery but where he was leading them to made them uncomfortable because it was unfamiliar because it was new because it was lasting longer than it than they thought it should have lasted partly because of their own disobedience again another topic for another day but my point is All of this to say, your your own individual relationship with God is something that you can continue to improve the more you spend time in his word and your discernment and the clarity with which you understand him and you hear his voice and you're able to discern what is for you or what is not for you only begins to improve when you spend more time with him. I know that is true. Because I've seen it in my own life. The things that I could easily dismiss now would have taken me months to dismiss years ago. Because I would have been too caught up in my own desires. Whereas now I have spent time sharpening my desires. Trying to understand what they should or should not be. Trying to align them with what I know he wants for me. Which is his best. Which is all good things. Not all positivity all the time or not it's not i'm not I'm, i always say that to counter the the i don't want to come across as as speaking in a prosperity gospel way. So that's why I always qualify in that way. But my point is he's a God of order. He's a God of good things. He will not leave you or forsake you. He will not tempt you. He does not cause you to doubt yourself or feel bad about yourself or want things that you should not want for yourself. Those things don't come from him but the closer and more we seek him, then we will be able to say, you know what? This type of opportunity, this is for me. This opportunity, opportunity, it's not for me. I could do it, but I shouldn't do it. That's the kind of laser focus we need as we're marching towards the purpose that he has for us. As we're marching toward making sure we're staying away from the things that keep us away from him. As we're staying away from the things that keep us away from using our gifts for the furtherance of his kingdom. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. And so if you want to make sure that you are walking fully in him, you have to make sure you are showing up to make sure you're seeking his wisdom and his understanding and not relying on your own. So let me share a few of the things that I've gathered from Proverbs thus far that speak to this point of understanding and discerning and wisdom and how you can take these things and apply them directly for yourself. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 read, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Now that is a very commonly read verse. It's one that many of us are very familiar with. But I will say here are the things that that we get from that verse, the instructions that we have. Trust God. Don't lean on your own wisdom, your own understanding. Acknowledge God in all your ways. And the promise is that he will make your path straight. So you have to trust him and you have to acknowledge him in all your ways. And acknowledge is not just like, oh, what's up God? And you give him the head nod, but like acknowledge him to the extent that he is aligning your steps in your walk and that you are leaning towards his ways for you and seeking obedience in the path that he would have for you. Not resting on what you know, not resting on your own understanding, but making it a point to put his understanding first. Chapter two talks about the value of wisdom. It talks about the benefits of wisdom and how when you make your ear attentive to wisdom and incline your heart towards understanding, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And so when you seek after it, not passively wait for it, not just like, oh, it's going to drop on me at any given time, as with much of what we're supposed to do in our walk, because I feel like that's a theme that keeps coming up. If you seek after it, you will find it. James talks about the importance of when we seek God and we ask for wisdom, he will give it to us as long as we're not asking as though we're double-minded, right? We're asking with conviction and with confidence, believing that we will get it. If you ask God for insight and answers, then he will give it to you. The challenge that a lot of us face and that we don't recognize that we face is that we do not have a close enough relationship with God to get the kind of stuff that we are asking him for. My understanding of believing in God years ago used to be that if I prayed, I should get it. Not recognizing that in the same way if I have a relationship with someone, but I only call this person twice a year and both times I call them, It's just to ask them to give me something and give me something big. And then I get an attitude when they don't want to give it to me, or I get an attitude when I don't see the result, but I haven't put in the time to develop that relationship that would warrant me getting that thing. And, and this is not to make God sound petty, right? But like we want relationships with people when we want to be close to them and we want to spend time with them and we take time to get to know them, we have to spend time getting to know God. We have to spend time getting to know the Christ that lives within us. And if we don't do that, doesn't it make sense then that if we pray a bold-ish prayer but we haven't spent time with him that we might not actually see the result of that prayer come to fruition and that's again not to say that everything that we ask for even when we're in close relationship with God that we will get because our prayers one of the things that we should work for is making sure that our prayers are aligned with his will but If you don't know him, if you don't spend time reading his word, if you don't spend time trying to get close to him, it will be harder to discern what his will is, and therefore it will be harder for you to figure out what you should pray for in a way that will align with his will. But when you pray things that are aligned with his will, when you spend time getting to know him, you start to see the fruits of that show up in your life in a multitude of ways. And so, again, the value of this principle, the value of this is to lay a foundation for the next types of conversations that we're going to ask, that we're going to put forth. Because if we're going to be talking about tools for professional growth, if we're going to be talking about tools to move your career forward. I want to make sure that you also have the tools to move your faith forward. I want to make sure that you have tools to move your relationship with Christ forward. Because if you don't have that foundation, then a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, you will still run into roadblocks. And I'm not saying that you don't run into roadblocks when you have a relationship with Christ because life is life, right? Life, It no, nowhere in scripture says that when you believe in Christ, that life will be easy. It tells you actually quite the opposite in, in many instances. And Paul's life, if it's any example, will tell you exactly that. But, You have to start with him. You bring him in in the middle, in the midst of the details, and you bring him down back at the end. You have to keep Christ at the center of everything that you do. If I am to help be valuable to you all, I have to make sure that I am walking fully in who Christ has designed me to be. But the only way I can do that is to spend more time with him. If you want to be the best employee in your company, if you want to be the best surgeon, accountant, or, you know, um, financial planner or lawyer or custodial person or fitness personnel, whatever it is that you do, if you want to be the best of those things, if you want to show up fully in what God has for you, you have to start with him. You have to start with his wisdom. You have to start with his understanding. You have to start with getting closer to him. And when you do that, hearing him becomes a lot easier. And I tell you this because I have lived it. I have seen how I have gotten an inclination about something that I don't even know I didn't I don't even know how I got it cuz it sometimes it wasn't even something that I prayed for but it's an insight that I get and again I'm not smart enough to just be having these random insights on my own God sometimes wants me wants us to know things and he'll whisper these things to us and then we'll roll and do what we want to do and we'll find ourselves in a challenging situation because we heard that thing but because we didn't know His voice well enough, we doubted if it was from him, or we just wanted to do what we wanted to do so badly that we ignored his voice and kept moving anyway, right? And this is no judgment because, again, I don't share all the things that I do or all the mistakes that I've made, but trust me, I have made plenty and will continue to make more. But the value of taking this walk alongside you is for me to be able to speak about. The blessings that I have gained in growing my relationship with Christ. And I promise you this: there's no downside to it. My goal for you going forward is to make sure that you can show up as fully as He has designed you, as confidently as He looks at you and as He sees you. And operating with the full power of Christ that resides within you and the only way to do that is to grow in relationship with him and if the only thing I did was come on here and give you advice about networking and resumes you would listen to another podcast so my responsibility and if you haven't listened to episode 89 and 90 before this one, and I would even say 88 as well, I would go back and listen to those episodes because it lays the foundation for where we are going next. When you are clear about where you've been, when you have made it your business to learn how God designed you, when you are actively seeking him every single day as you make big and small decisions in your life, when you're talking about building up your career, yeah, you'll face obstacles, you'll face people who don't want to see you succeed, but your approach to those situations will be different, your ability to navigate the right types of opportunities will be better and different, being able to discern the things that you can do versus the things that you should do, and the jobs you could apply to versus the jobs that you should apply to versus understanding if you should take this opportunity because the salary is good or because the skill sets that it'll give you will be better. Those things start to come into picture and into clearer picture as well. This is not just about personal development. We talk about being whole women here in this podcast. And if you are a believer, your whole self starts with your faith. And the other things about your life come into shape and into fruition from there. And so I want to thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It? I greatly appreciate you. Share this podcast episode with a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend that is me again. Just kidding. If you are listening to this and you are not driving, take a screenshot. Put it in your Insta story. Mention at TiffSouth mention at how does underscore she do it and I will share your story on mine and I thank you thank you thank you in advance if you have not had a chance to leave a five-star rating and review you can do so in the apple podcast app and you can rate the podcast and leave comments everywhere else you listen to podcasts I greatly greatly appreciate it and until next time be blessed and be a blessing Peace.